Welcome to the 29th episode of Indian Markets with KR and as I had promised yesterday this one is going to be uh, hopefully more in depth and this one is going to talk about much more than Nifty 50. In fact Nifty 50 will be just a very small part of this podcast today. So if you're if you're curious about what I'll be talking about, I'll be talking about the various sectoral indices, some of the companies that are on my watch list. And yeah, I mean, it sounds like, you know, pretty interesting stuff to me because I've been doing this for quite some time now. It's just that I haven't really had the time to actually record all of my analyses. So, you know, uh, I figured that, hey, better to start now, right? So fortunately, this time, uh, my charging software is working. So I'll be able to speak about the levels also. I'll be able to speak about a lot more than the levels this time. So uh, that's that's such a relief, at least to me. I don't know if you guys uh, prefer which one. I mean, I am not too sure if... uh, you know, if if tomorrow's episode, if yesterday's episode was too much of of a pain because of the lack of the charts, I mean, it it was definitely a pain for me because I I, I felt like, hey, you know, I really need to check the charts, but I just could not. So anyway, uh, enough about yesterday's episode. Back to today's episode, and again, this one will be filled, filled, filled with analysis, sectoral analysis, company analysis. And uh, I will try my level best to make this, uh, you know, a weekly thing. So I'll do my level best to make sure that this type of episode does get uh, pushed every single week. Uh, but again, I this is something new for me, you know, not the analysis, recording my analysis. So I'll try my best. I Unfortunately, I can't really guarantee anything. Uh, but yeah, without any further ado, and oh, by the way, apologies for the noise in the background. Some construction is uh, construction work is going on, and uh, it might come and go throughout the podcast because I'll be recording this over a span of a few hours purely because I've got other work also. So yeah, let's let's get into it. Oh yeah, so I mean I'm saying let's get into it because for you it'll be a seamless transition. Uh, but between this and what I'll be saying next, there will be at least two hours between it. So anyway, yeah. Without further ado, let us get into the analysis. All right, let us get to the analysis now of the various, various, various sectoral indices that. NSE has and uh, I had mentioned that there may be a gap of a couple of hours at least between uh, the introduction and what I'm about to say well the gap is actually around five hours and the reason why I'm telling that to you is because if you feel that there was uh, sort of uh, you know a gap or something that that sort of broke the link a lack of flow that is probably the reason and I do apologize for that. I have been completely swamped today, uh, you know, with, with just a ton of stuff. So that's the reason. But, you know, I, 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 I really wanted to try my level best to give you this episode ideally before uh, midnight. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to do that again. Uh, right now it's it's just six minutes to 11 so I'm confident I'll be there by, by midnight but I, 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 I really wanted to you know give this to you much much earlier not too sure if that'll happen uh, but hopefully you know the future episodes will make up for that but yeah anyway let, let, let's just get to the analysis now without you know any further ado so uh, I'll just give you some background on which sectoral analysis, uh, which uh, you know sectoral indices I'll be using. So I have this sort of list on my charting platform, which basically lists out all of uh, you know the sectoral indices that NSE has. So I'll just walk you through them, and you know essentially they are. If I can just pull it up, you know. Oh yeah. So Nifty, Nifty Bank, of course, Nifty Liquid 15, 
uh, Nifty 500, the mid-cap Nifties, then the various, uh, you know, sectoral ones which are, you know, industry-specific. So, for auto, for FMCG, metal, realty, infra, all of those things, basically. And this is more for, you know, people, if, if, if you do not really know, or if you are new uh, to the markets, then this is honestly a great thing to actually analyze. It's a great way to also pick some new stocks. So that is how I do my sectoral na- analysis. So anyway, yeah, without without really delaying further, let us get into it. So I'll just be talking about you know some of the notable indices that I found. And, you know, these are in no particular order, so I'm not going to be saying that my top indice first and then, you know, the last one is the shittiest in my opinion. No, that's not the case. This one is purely based on, uh, you know, what I found first, basically what, what my display showed first. So the very first one is Nifty Pharma, and I feel that it's approaching the previous, uh, you know, support zone, the accumulation zone. So if I can just look at the chart, and this is the weekly chart that I'm looking at, we can see that way back in 2014, it just jumped up from 7,695 or so. It it just it just jumped to almost uh, you know 2x. So I believe the high was uh, if I can just pull that up, the high was just above 14,000 so yeah just about 2x uh, it just about 2x did so and and it's getting to that level now and we've seen a pretty strong downtrend so you know it might just sort of jump back from that uh, the thing with pharma in general though is that it is extremely news based from what i've seen and you know a lot a lot of uh, pharma stocks depend on news-based events of course so recently one of uh, the otc drugs was uh, under under the radar under under the scanner for some carcinogenic uh, substance so if we just keep on seeing that happening then of course the price is not going to go up however if we see some positive news especially from the u.s side especially from this side also then we will definitely see some very nice movement in pharma uh it is not something i'd recommend pharma in general is not something i'd recommend if you know you are this this is going to be like your super low risk uh, capital that you're going to use uh the thing the thing is that it can really go either way and you might be you know basically risking your capital for not much return there are basically better investments if you are investing in pharma if you just want to do some quick swing positional trades then yeah i mean then then the direction does not really matter in my opinion so the thing so that that's basically it i mean if you ask me what my longer term view is i'd say that if it does uh reach its support zone at well it's just about uh, you know three four hundred points away from it now less than three four hundred points away from it so if it if it does take support from that then we will definitely see uh, some strong moves uh, if not if it just continues this downtrend then i'm not too sure i mean if i do a quick trend line here i'm sure i'll be able to get at least some idea so yeah well i mean it did it did see sort of an unusual bump uh, right around July of last year or rather September of last year but then it just settled down right now it is it's just below the trend line uh, interestingly I'm, I'm i'm curious if it actually gets the trend line support now instead of the trend line's resistance because you know the trend line is coming from up because it's a downtrend so um, i'm curious if it gets that resistance or if it gets the support from the trend line so yeah i mean that that's my nifty pharma again i'm looking at it from the weekly chart uh so uh, yeah that that's nifty pharma the next one in my opinion uh you know which which looked interesting to me is nifty 100 liquid 15 or at least that's what i'm reading it as nifty 100 liq 15 so this one again looks interesting and it's on my radar 
purely because uh, if I draw a trend line on this also, and yes, uh, today seems to be the trend line special episode. And no, that is not intentional at all. It's purely just, you know, me trying out different analyses. So if we do get a trend line in here, we can see that it is on a constant downtrend. And right now it's just about 300 or so points away from that trend line. So the main reason why it's on my scanner is because I want to see, I'm actually very curious if it'll actually break the trend line. If it does break the trend line, then I am very interested because then it means that, you know, hey, it's it's trying to break the downtrend and that is always super exciting, super good news. So that's Nifty 100 Lick 15 or Liquid 15. And you can check the underlying stocks of these uh, indices. Generally, that's what I do. Today, I'm just too short on time. So, you know, because that would take me anywhere between one and a half to two hours at least and that does not include recording the podcast so that's just extreme extreme time consuming for me at you know especially considering uh just the other things that i have going on right now so unfortunately that's not something i have done today and that's not something i'll be able to do at least for a bit uh so yeah the next one is going to be nifty plain nifty this time and I just wanted to look at it because, uh, you know, if you, if we do look at the charts, we can see, and this is the weekly chart here. Remember, we did talk about the weekly chart, you know, back when I messed up and my charting software was down. So we can see that, um, you know, it's just under 23.6% FIB, 11,565. What I do like is, you know, 20 MA support. And if I do a very quick, uh, you know, volume test, we can see that it's at the all-time highest volume. And that's that's great. That shows that there was a lot of trading happening. And generally, a spinning top with very high volume does indicate a change in trend. Right now, it's up. Like, you know, right now, it's open at a gap up. So that trend may just go back down. But coming to the general trend that we've been seeing it it's a downtrend and from that downtrend we've seen that spinning top so i am curious to see if that spinning top does in fact lead to a reversal because from what we've seen uh, according to the trend line again oh god this is i i swear this is not intentional the trend line just pops up from nowhere so you know according to what we've seen on the trend lines uh, we'll see sort of a gradual and by gradual I mean a steady but not too range bound move upwards uh, with a few down candles so down weeks rather because this is the weekly chart and that should continue for you know a huge chunk basically what we've seen is anywhere between uh, you know two quarters to three or maybe even one entire year so two quarters half a year to three quarters or maybe even one entire year is what we've seen and this is the general positive trend i'm not talking about you know every single uh, week being positive i'm talking about the general trend so that is what we've seen the last time it was at this level uh, now, though, a lot has changed in terms of the fundamentals of these companies, in terms of the very companies themselves, because there has been so much rebalancing in Nifty. So a lot has changed. I personally believe that we should see that trend continuing, especially because, you know, honestly, there is just no reason for it not to. Uh, a lot of bears i have been seeing a lot, lot of bears who are just, you know, going all out on hey you know i'll be shorting nifty i'll be shorting maruti they i'm expecting them to go around to 9000 levels and whatnot 9000 for nifty not maruti so you know I, i'm not completely on board with that logic because you know it, it's 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 weird because i and I, i'm intending on uh, you know getting more into fundamentals versus technicals uh, later on this in this very episode but I just do not see the logic in being that bearish every single time. 
the thing is that you know the markets are not going to fall by that much every single time we've seen much much worse uh you know periods fundamentally speaking and that is when we did see such bad movements especially when you look at 2008 we saw nifty index going from 6000 to just above 2500 and you know it did jump back up super quick from there but we don't see you know nifty correcting that much always so quite frankly i just do not get where those bears are coming from and i know that this does deviate from the top topic a bit but i just wanted to give you guys a general overview or a general background about why i feel that this sort of positive trend general positive trend might continue and yeah i mean i'm always curious to know about what you feel especially if you disagree because i you know i i'd love to a be proved uh, wrong because you know that that means i learn something new and b just i i just love to you know learn more about people's opinions so please do share with me please do engage uh but yeah that that's nifty pure nifty 50 Uh the next one that has caught my eye is going to be Nifty Auto. Oh my god, you're thinking, "Oh, you've always said that auto sector top loser today also. Yeah, this that. Well, it is on my watch list and the reason for that is if you look at 2016 Jan and Feb on Nifty Auto on the weekly chart, you will see that it is a very strong support zone. If you look at last week's prices, if you look at last month's prices, you will see that it's at that same price level and it has jumped up. We are now seeing higher highs and higher lows and I know I've been saying a lot a lot of that lately, but higher high higher low is an uptrend according to the Dow theory and I've seen that work decently. So at least until the 20 ma resistance which is 8266 or so i'll be curious to see where this ends up i mean it, it hasn't given any buy signal yet uh, and i know nifty auto can't be traded i'm just saying in general it hasn't given a buy signal yet uh, because the the crossover hasn't happened of the moving averages and for more context on that Eight crossing over twenty is one of the buy signals that I'm talking about. So yeah, it hasn't given that buy signal yet. However, it is showing a positive trend again on the weekly chart. So it is definitely on my watch list. What I also feel is that a lot of people are giving the auto industry unnecessary shit. And what I mean by that is that every single day especially after the finance minister's announcement we're seeing that hey auto sector is down hey this this is this is bad car sales are down this that and quite frankly i mean let's be honest cars are something that will never ever stop whether it's uh, you know public transport whether it's private transport it's not going to stop people still need some way to you know move and i feel that while there may be a slowdown just the kind of uh, paranoia that we're seeing in the auto industry is something which makes me feel that it's sort of undervalued at this point you know especially when we consider that inherently people will always continue to buy buy cars i mean sure sales and the entire pattern of uh, you know auto sales in general and the business models might change but I I honestly highly doubt that you know that is going to impact uh, the indices that much because there's always ways to actually adjust and ultimately you know when that survival instinct kicks in uh capitalism at its finest will always chase money and as long as money is being chased we will see stock prices and we will see you know the prices of indices in general climb so That's my opinion Nifty Auto that is also why it's on my watch list. The next one is Bank Nifty and I haven't been following Bank Nifty if you have been looking at my articles that I used to post now I've switched to podcasts of course. If you if you've looked at my articles if you've listened to my previous episodes I believe the very first few ones 
uh, I did cover Bank Nifty also now however I have stopped so Bank Nifty again looks pretty good because it, it, it was at its support zone it jumped up and now it is above 20 MA 50 MA and 8 MA so lots of supports definitely a resistance at around 30,500 and we can never forget the psychological resistance at 30,000 but if it can breach those I feel it's it's definitely going to be an interesting move because the all-time high is not too far away so that's the next you know the next uh, uh, thing that I'm looking at is bank nifty after that I am looking at nifty commodities and the reason for that being again it's it looks like a very clear uptrend to me from the support zone interestingly if you look at where the change in polarity was you will see that it was a spinning top not with high volumes but with you know moderate volumes what I am concerned about is 200 MA resistance that we're seeing and this is 200 weekly moving average resistance. Once that is breached, uh, unfortunately it's not a open road ahead, it's got resistances but, but, but if the general positive trend continues it is not a bad pick at all. Again. I'm talking about the underlying companies I'm not talking about the index in general because I don't think you can trade nifty commodities so there's that and the next one nifty consumption uh, we we've seen we're seeing some resistance from one of the previous levels earlier this year so I just want to see if it if it's a good short or not and interestingly though we are seeing uh, the 8 and 20 ME almost converge so you know purely just to look at if uh, if anything interesting is going to happen with the consumption index so yeah that there's that the next one nifty ees and you know the reason why this caught my eye a is because it looks like it's all over the place if you look at the chart you'll know but that's not the reason the reason is that it has given it's basically doubled itself in four years and you know that's not bad that's about a compounded growth of around 15 percent per annum not bad at all uh, especially when you consider that it's only gone up so you know that and you know there, there's this sort of uh, argument and one of my friends in you know college had actually done a sort of a research paper on that that are passively managed mutual funds or passively managed funds better and higher performing than actively managed funds and i feel that when we look at such returns you know 15% year on year and all those things you know it does make sense to actually consider these passively managed funds and i think that even warren buffett um, has mentioned that hey you know the S&P has grown much more than some of these hedge funds have so I don't know I just I just thought I'd mention that so that's nifty EES the next one on my list is nifty energy and the reason for that is because again a clear uptrend from a previous support zone so that's nifty energy the next one, Baja, uh, not Bajaj Finance, uh, Financial Services, Nifty Financial Services. Just so used to seeing Bajaj Finserv, right? So again, Nifty uh, Financial Services, something very similar to what we're seeing with Nifty. So mm, not going to really look at that that much. The only reason is that I'm curious if it does make a reversal or not. It's made a big gap up though, so that's very interesting to see. In the process, it's also, instead of filling the gap and, you know, going up, it's actually just let that gap be. And the gap that I'm talking about is in 19th July, is on 19th July of this year. So, th there's that. The next one that I'm looking at, Nifty FMCG, if I can just find it here, there it is. And the reason why I'm looking at it is because if you look at the historic prices, you will not find a lot of gaps and you will not find, well, a lot of anything. It's it's quite, uh, it's quite you know, stable that way. FMCG is supposed to be stable. 
However, we are seeing a massive gap of around 200. Whoa, let me get that right 800 and 500, so about 700 points. A 700 point gap on uh, you know the index trading at 31,000. So that that's pretty wild, honestly. When you, especially when you consider that this is the FMCG index, so that that's why it caught my eye, and that's why I'm talking about it here. I've even mentioned that it's very unusual. So there's that. The next one, Nifty Infra, and oh god, Nifty Infra, Infra in general, extremely extremely volatile from what we've seen. However, we can see a very clear uptrend now, especially with, uh, you know, the price above 20 MA. So, might mean that the infrast infrastructure companies are stabling down. I believe that one of the previous addresses by the finance minister did speak about some sort of, uh, you know, policy changes or reliefs for uh, these infrastructure companies. So quite possibly that could be the reason for that. And that's why we're seeing that. And the next one on my list is Nifty MNC. And the reason for that, again, is because of that gap up. We haven't really seen many of those. And I'm curious to see if the, uh, the inverted hammer pattern actually does lead to a reversal and gap filling. So that's the reason why I have, you know, kept that on my watch list. Uh, the next one is going to be Nifty Quality 30 and it has formed a nice quality pattern. Pardon the pun, it was completely intentional and I do realize that not that funny but hey, that, that's, you know, that's what you get. It's, it's almost midnight. So, yeah, that, that's that. Anyway, digressing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nifty Quality 30 all time high right now and that's why I've picked it. It looks very interesting. Some very very smooth 8 and 20 MA support. Uh, the buy signal and again by buy signal I mean you can't buy this but the positive signal, the bullish signal as I should say, was earlier, earlier last year actually. Whoa that's crazy. So earlier last year was the bullish signal and from there it's only, it's only gone up. So. Uh, great you know what a quality index right so yeah again second pun oh god i should really stop recording these midnight right so mm -hmm. anyway so yeah those were the indices that i'm looking at now for the stocks that i'm looking at and it's a list of 19 stocks that i have for you and let us begin okay the stocks then so the very first stocks that i've written are the bajaj triplets and the triplets being bajaj auto bajaj financial services and bajaj finance so the reason for that if i can just pull up the chart is bajaj auto on a doji huge gap up so that's the reason now if it does you know continue from there it's actually got a long way to go before its next resistance so you know that is why it is on my list on the daily chart if i can just pull the daily chart now it's just loading yeah on the daily chart it does not look bad at all again i mean that's that's why i've that's why i've uh, you know added it in my watch list it is not exactly a company that i would uh, I, I would be trading or investing in uh, purely because we've seen some massive, massive, almost random moves uh, by Bajaj, fin Bajaj Auto. So not exactly a company I would actually invest in. But I just wanted to, you know, look at the price movements, look if there are any swing or positional opportunities. And if I just look at the FIB, uh, you know, there, there's just there. I, I believe there are two fibs here. I, I might just have to remove that. And once I do, we can see that it is at approximately, or rather, just below the 23.6% level, or rather, the 61.8% level at 2969.56, and that is obviously going to act as a resistance for Bajaj Auto. 
once it does breach that level it should be it should be pretty interesting to see how it actually moves uh, again auto especially bajaj auto let's be honest rickshaws unless they're banned i i'd actually be very happy if they are banned uh, if you want to move if you want to know why you should check out my rants on twitter but yeah again i am digressing so you know the reason why i feel bajaj auto might not be that bad is because all of these you know rickshaws and such they they're not going to really die and as i'm actually looking at the chart i can see that the previous uh, the the previous almost chart pattern that we're seeing is a w and if we do see a continuation pattern then we might actually see the index falling down or rather the stock falling down uh to well quite possibly 2600 levels so 300 points down and i do realize that it's almost contradictory well it is literally contradictory but i just i just saw that pattern here so i thought i'd mention that as well and the w pattern it starts from 11th september and it ends uh on 14th march so 11th september 18 14th march 19 so you know that's bajaj auto uh again not really a stock i'm looking to buy just a stock that i'm interested to see how it moves the next one bajaj financial services facing all time high resistance and once it does breach that all time high resistance i would be very interesting to i'd be very interested to see how it actually moves uh we can see some very very clear 200 dma support and it's actually hasn't really breached 200 dma a lot except for uh you know a month or so back in 2018 so looks pretty good on the daily chart uh if you just sort of you know remove that all time high resistance coming to the weekly chart again once that all time high resistance is gone it is all clear and especially because we have seen almost a consistent uptrend from bajaj financial services so definitely that is the reason why it's on my watch list the next one of the bajaj triplets is bajaj finance all time high right now and that is why i'm curious whether it actually turns back and if it does turn back then we might see uh quite possibly a support at 4 not, not well not at 4000 well obviously at 4000 because it's a psychological level but uh a support at around 3700 or so because that's the previous uh high level so you know that that's where one of the supports may lie so i'm curious to see if, whether it does go to that support or whether it actually increases further again bajaj finance massive massive uptrend as we can see and it, and it pretty much shot up and i i believe this is is close to a hockey stick growth as i've seen um on these stocks so from 2014 it's just increased and it almost looks like an exponential increase so that is bajaj finance the next one on my list is aishur motors and yes i do remember that aishur motors did go down but it is on my list and the reason for that is that again it it looks like a pretty decent move i mean we're seeing higher highs and we're seeing higher closes so and this is from a previous support zone so that is what interests me the most so because if we do see you know a positive move by aisha motors uh it should ideally you know breach the 200 weekly moving average pretty pretty soon the reason for that being it has never really you know gone below the 200 weekly moving average ever except for when it did in october 2018 so um you know if it is going to go above 200 moving average we should see prices of around 23000 or so and yes i do know that 6000 points away but you know that that's just what what it shows on the chart so that's my next stock 
after that i'm looking at grossum and you know this is actually the stock that made me consider talking about fundamental versus technical because i did come across a post on linkedin where someone mentioned that hey you know grossum is a holding company and it seems that the sum of all of the holdings that it has like all of the stocks is uh, you know compared to that it's undervalued right now and to me all of that does not really make a lot of sense i mean i do understand where they're coming from i do understand the math behind it uh, but the thing is that when you're talking about all of these valuations i personally feel that it's better to look at what is available and what is for sure right now like you know the price of grossim right now is certain the patterns that it's forming right now are certain the moving averages certain the number of buyers and sellers certain but when we are talking about these all of these valuations they are based on a certain assumptions b you know the factors which are uh, tangible or which are actually not subjective all of those ultimately will always face um, you know investor sentiments market psychology and all of those things so in my opinion rather than actually going around and predicting those so rather than saying that hey you know since grassen is underpriced i am going to buy it undervalued not underpriced or actually even underpriced if you know it's it's that low according to that post so if if you know grassen is that undervalued or underpriced i should go ahead and buy it i honestly do not get the logic in actually doing all of that headache math which i have had to do uh instead you can just look at the chart pattern and see that hey it's it's at a support zone right now perhaps it'll just go back up so you know the, uh, i mean i'm i'm someone who studied all of this so technically i should be a fundamentals guy if that makes sense however when i actually looked at the charts and when i saw just how crazy accurate the charts can be and the indicators can be i sort of became that hey you know maybe it, it is not a scam maybe it is actually that crazy effective so i just wanted to share that with you and yeah i mean that's grossim i mean i i i feel that especially because it's at that support zone it has it's taken support what once twice thrice four times five times so it's taken support like five times at least seven times if you count smaller supports or rather eight times if you count smaller supports so grossim interesting interesting price level that is the reason why it's on my list uh the next one hcl tech and if i can just pull the chart up the weekly chart of hcl tech shows an 820 crossover and that is the reason why it is on this list also the reason why it's on this list is because it's got 50 moving average support and the price has not moved that much from um, you know the previous close uh, despite today being a negative day so it actually went up you know a gap up opening and then it filled in that gap so i mean it, it basically shows that the price level where it's at it's almost consolidating there so it might find a support and then it might go up so that's my view on hcl tech that is why it is on this list uh the next one is going to be hero motors and again if i can just pull up the chart we can see very clearly again an 820 crossover and 50 ma support so yeah it's got resistance no doubt about that i mean it's it's got very clear resistance it's got another resistance not too far off around 200 points away but when you actually look at you know the pattern when you consider that 200 uh, weekly moving average has been a very strong support for it uh, it almost seems like hey you know it's it's too low the price is just too low at this point so again that is why it's on this list Ideally if it does increase your ideal buy price should have been at around 2250 reason being that is a support zone and i know you cannot always catch the first move and the last move by that i mean you can't sell at the lowest rather you can't buy at the lowest you can't sell at the highest but i'm just trying to you know give you the ideal scenario here 
so yeah that's that's hero motors the next one on my list is hindustan unilever and you know to me it it looks almost like a short on the weekly chart uh, reason being inverted hammer all time high might test 2000 levels might go below might even test you know lower levels such as 1870 or so because that's where the support is so yeah i mean that's hul not too bullish on this one uh the next one icici bank again trying to pull up the chart we can see that it is very close to a golden cross or rather an 820 crossover so that's what icici bank is telling us and the thing is it's at a gap up uh, is that an all-time high yes it is at an all-time high so will it fill in that gap or will it continue increasing is what i want to know and that's why it's on my watch list the next one after that is Indusin bank just above 200 wma weekly moving average and oh my god that that's honestly the biggest reason why i have kept it in this list it hasn't really breached 200 wma that much so i feel that it might just uh, sort of jump up from there or correct and correct upwards not downwards so that's why it's on this list the next one is going to be IOC and I do realize that IOC is not the most confidence inspiring stocks but if you look at the chart you'll see that it, it has such a perfect uptrend right from well right from 118 to now at 145 all positive moves beautiful beautiful uh, support that we're seeing here uh, so that's why it's on this list. The next one being Infi. Now, Infi, the reason why it's here is because of the support that, is ha that it has. Now, if we look at the daily chart, and if you, you might remember that I'd actually taken Infi as a, a positional and swing trade. So if I just pull it up, 38.2% level on the daily chart, that's 782 is a very strong support how because the previous two candles all negative have closed at that level basically what that means is it's it's you know trying to uh, sort of get a feel of that support zone if it is comfortable there it might shoot up so in fee on my list because of that the next one is going to be jsw steel so if i just pull up the chart now it is it's it's loading that's why it's taking time still loading yep back so here the reason why it's on my list is because of the 200 wma again and it is just below the 200 weekly moving average and you know it, it hasn't really traded below the weekly moving average 200 weekly moving average that much so that's why it's on my list perhaps it might just you know take support and bounce up so that's why it's on the list the next one is going to be maruti oh yes i understand it is not the best stock i understand that it just went down from 7000 levels and i do understand that it is an auto stock but if you look at the pattern if you look at the pattern on the weekly chart you'll see that it is a very very clean uptrend uh, pretty much since august 2019 so yeah maruti looks good especially when you consider that it has 200 weekly moving average so randomly the recording stopped i was you know talking about Marty's 200 weekly moving average and I guess even my recording app is you know sick and tired of me talking about the 200 weekly moving average but well it is just that important anyway it is at 200 weekly moving average it is also near an 820 crossover so again Marty, I know that a lot of people are against this stock but boy does this look good now looking at the chart right now i think i'm going to make a very quick retracement and that is purely because i just thought that it might 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 work what i'm looking for here is a nice abcd pattern if i can make one work if i can't well 
too bad so anyway what that is not what i was looking for um yeah anyway i mean the point being here that i believe that it may just you know it may just what oh god why is this nope not that either yeah so the point here being that it may just have retraced a bit it may have retraced to 61.8 or something and it may just bounce back up from there so i'll i'll try my level best to get you that retracement if if it just allows me to and this requires very very accurate mouse skills and done so you know from what i can see here it's almost taken support at what appears like 50% fib i'm saying appears like is because there is a difference of a few points of 100 points or so so you know it does appear that it's taken support from there so i'm looking at that that combined with the fact that it's above 200 ma mm, does look very promising to me and if you're wondering this fib level is from inception to all time high so you know just thought i'd let you guys know about that uh, and yeah i mean that that's maruti the next one you know this is not scheduled this is just below maruti so i'm going to mention it anyway uh, it is the reason why india bulls housing finance will not be featured on my nifty gainers and losers and any guesses nestle so nestle all time high right now possibly super happy because it's part of nifty now uh, the 50 top stocks so you know quite possibly all time high because of that uh, it is a doji though and whenever i do see a doji with such crazy crazy high volumes haste i it seems that the nifty 50 inclusion uh, euphoria is was real last week so yeah especially with those massive volumes i feel that it might just fill in the gap that it created last week anyway that's nestle not part of my watch list but might just become part of it now the next one is going to be reliance and the reason for that almost an 820 crossover a close above 820 and 50 simple moving averages almost uh, you know well reasonably high rsi so yeah i mean look sir it's above an important resistance zone so mm, all things look good with reliance for now it's at 1309 so yeah that's reliance the next one on my list is mm, tata motors and it's not on my list for what you may think it's for you know i know that I, i i do sort of come across as a tata motors fanboy but you know unfortunately this one is not pleasant it does appear that it's got some severe 20 ma resistance on the weekly chart also so you know my fanboying aside you know this this looks like you know so, uh, not not exactly a positive bet is what i'm saying however it is still at you know well almost at that support zone so all hope is still not lost especially as someone who really likes the company and i believe i did go more in depth on that and the reasons why i'm so you know positive about tata motors yesterday so if you do check out yesterday's episode that's the 28th episode do let me know what you feel Uh, the next one on this list is another Tata company. No, it's not Tata Steel. It is TCS, and the reason for that is because 50 MA support, and yes, no 200 MA this time. 50 MA support this time. We can see a hammer pattern right, right, right on 50 MA, and we can, what we can also see is that 50 MA support has been very, very, very kind. to TCS especially on the weekly chart so definitely one stock to look out for that's TCS uh, i did uh, you know take a positional trade on TCS last week i mentioned that in one of my previous episodes so might just have to re-enter or something hmm TCS 
so yeah the next one on my list is going to be titan and again not for the reasons one may think titan is a you know i'm, I'm looking at it as a resistance at 1331 so that's the reason why it's on my list it has almost filled in the 120 1250 gap now well it has but the thing is it did open with a gap up so that thing is always there so yeah titan looking at it if it can breach the resistance then it does look very very lucrative especially when we consider that you know that would be its all-time high so yeah that's titan the next one on my list is going to be Wipro and again this is not on my list because it's a good one, it's on my list because it is a bad one and purely because of the ATMA resistance that we're seeing and you know we generally see this resistance sort of die out after a bit of consolidation, we haven't seen that consolidation happen just yet so that's on. that's why it's on my list. The next stock on my list is another loser and that's Yes Bank and uh, quite frankly this is not on my list as a negative, this is on my list as a positive because I feel the moment it gets even a whiff of some very strong news it will just shoot up and why? Because it's at a very important support level and it is just not going below that support level. So. You know that's my opinion on yes bank and that's why it's on my list and the last one is going to be z limited and again the reason for that is because it's at that support zone so definitely eyes peeled out for this one and yeah those were 19 nifty stocks and several 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 indices if i if i can do math correctly i believe this is above a 40 minute episode and if you are still with me right now that means you are a you are well you are extremely special of course and i really 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 do appreciate it so you know yeah that's it from my side i have managed to close this episode wrap this episode up by 2345 that's 15 minutes to midnight and you know that that's something that i'm really happy about because i really wanted to push this episode on the weekend not on monday so it looks like that will definitely happen and yeah i mean again if you are still here with me thank you very much and i am i really hope that you did learn something if you did not let me know i will do my best to make you learn something even you know something something or the other so yeah anyway do let me know what you feel happy to engage happy to discuss and yeah now that tomorrow is a trading day i can say happy trading